This is the Transportation Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration only on MarketScale. Just to try to reduce crashes and keep traffic moving smoothly, they're going to want a computer behind the wheel rather than a human. If problems mean more money spent on transportation, it can hurt your bottom line. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern, and I'm talking to Andy Martin today, the FAA Repair Manager for DCI Industries. Andy, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. You're welcome. Good to be here. So today we are talking about aerospace maintenance, repair, and overhaul on landing gear and airframe components. Uh, Sounds like really important work, obviously. So how vital is the work that you do in the world of aerospace, Andy? Well, it's very vital. I mean, it's a safety-sensitive work that you, uh, you know, have to make sure you're doing everything per specification, you know, and um, we uh, were setting up to do uh, landing gear and airframe component work, which I've done for um, almost 25 years now. And and uh, there's a lot of uh, critical operations that you have to watch for uh, part temperature and fatigue uh, issues, you know, during your processing. And um, and like I said, your, your, your hands are touching parts and repairing parts that people's lives are at stake, you know, when they're flying in the air. And so, yeah, we take it very serious. Yeah, absolutely. And I was thinking about that just as, as I was preparing for our conversation today, just that there is that pressure of people's lives depending on you. You know, uh, when I go to work every day and I record podcasts and, and do what I do here at MarketScale, uh, people's lives aren't depending on it. But what, what's that pressure like and how does that affect uh, how you approach your work on a day-to-day basis? Well, I mean, you know, I fly a lot. I'm traveling a lot with our company, so I take it, you know, to heart because it affects my safety also. But no, uh, it, in, in the in the uh, what we do, um, um, it's all about interpreting the specifications from the manufacturer or the o, the MRO groups and uh, whatever work you're doing for whether it be for Boeing or Goodrich and and then then producing uh, work instructions to your people on the shop floor you know, that follow those specifications and, and then you have all your procedures in place so that you're meeting all the specifications and, and uh, requirements. And that's, that's the big deal is, uh, you know, it's uh, training, internal training and internal procedures and then following those procedures. And that's what everybody wants to see when we get audited, whether it be the FAA or our customers you know, coming in to audit us, and that's what they're going to look at is our procedures. Do they meet the specifications, and are we following them? And that's, that's as long as we're doing that, then, you know, we're doing what we're supposed to do. And, and that's my job, and that's with my years of experience is overseeing that and making sure that we're following those procedures. You know, uh, customers want their parts back quick, but first they have to meet the, meet the requirements and, and, and be right, you know, because people's lives depend on us, you know, to, to be safe. Yeah, now you recently received approval and designation as Part 145 Repair Station by the Federal Aviation Administration. Uh, how much work went into getting that designation, and what does that mean for you guys? Uh, it was uh, it was a, quite a bit of work. It was something new to me, and uh, but it was uh, it was good for me to go through that process and learn the requirements and work with the FAA. And um, in addition to our Part 145, we were just approved for our EASA cert, which is a European form of our FAA. And um, so we'll be getting that cert hopefully this week. We were approved in a couple of weeks ago and should be getting the actual cert pretty soon. So we'll be able to certify work, um, what we call a dual release on our 8130, our airworthiness tag will be a dual release, which will cover the United States and European Europe. 
So how does that change um, maybe how other uh, people see you, clients, customers? Um, how does that designation uh, really change the game for DCI Industries? Uh, it's, it's really big because a lot of uh, customers in, uh, in the States require a dual release and um, before and uh, you can start doing work for them, you need to have that certification. And um, we're also uh, AS9100, uh, RevD, and ISO uh, 9001 2015 certified and so that's all your you know your that shows your customers that your quality systems are in place and you've went through the steps of getting those certifications which is uh you know very important because to get those certifications there's a lot of work you have to go through and make sure you're you know you have all your processes procedures in place now you're going on 30 years in this business and in this industry. So how have you seen the industry change just in this time, and uh, where has it been, and and to get to the point that it is currently right now? Well, I mean, in the field that I've been in, in the MRO, um, landing gear, uh, airframe work, um, one of the biggest changes is there's still a lot of chrome uh, repairs for chrome plating. And but a lot of uh, landing gear and components has been replaced from chrome play have been replaced by thermal spray repairs, and that's one thing I've been involved in since 1990. And um, so that's one of the biggest things, especially on landing gear. Um, instead of the chrome plating process, they're using what they call an HVOF thermal spray process. HVOF stands for high velocity oxy fuel, and and so the, it's usually a tungsten carbide cobalt chrome. Uh, thermal spray powder that you apply to the parts instead of chrome plating. And the big thing up there is um, with plating, you have what they call embrittlement, um, hydrogen embrittlement, and um, you have to bake the parts. And that's a very, uh, there's a time limit, a temperature and time that you have to bake the parts to get, bake the hydrogen out of the parts so it's not brittle. And um, um, with that HVOF thermal spray process, you don't have that. You don't have the hydrogen embrittlement to the parts. So there's a lot less uh, chance of the part having failure due to um, fatigue in, in in that case. So that's a big a big a big change game changer in the industry, and um, that's one thing we are setting up here at DCI. We have the chrome plating in process. There always will be chrome plate requirements, but we're uh, adding uh, thermal spray equipment, boosts, and grinders um, to our facilities to support the landing gear and the HVOF uh, thermal spray and grind. And we're also adding NDT and shopping to our facilities. So that'll help us be able to turnkey these landing gear components, um, stripping the coatings, uh, repairing the base material, um, checking the base material for cracks, and then reapplying the thermal spray HVOF and finish grind. And um, so that's that's one of the biggest in the last 30 years that I've seen. Uh, has the has the thermal spray come along recently? Is this something that's come along in the last five to ten years, or is that just how long it's taken it for it to, for it to kind of become um, something that is common knowledge and something that's come to the forefront of the industry? Well, thermal spray has been around since uh, oh in the nineteen thirties uh, um, in the form of flame spray, but plasma spray was developed back in the sixties, I think seventies, and then HVOF was developed actually in the basically in the mid eighties. And um, so it's, it, it is relatively new still. I mean, it's not just brand new, but it's, uh, it's a process that there's a lot of interest out there. And, and oil and gas and the air, air, aircraft component repair work, um, uh, there's a lot of companies that use thermal spray processing. There's uh, many forms of thermal spray, and HVOF is just one of them. There's also plasma spray and 
um, flame spray and combustion wire spray and other forms of, of thermal spray processing. But um, so that's, uh, um, you know, big in the field and uh, something that, you know, we're looking at growing. You mentioned earlier that uh, that you're about to begin expanding into landing gear components, and uh, I just wanted to ask, you know, what what excites you about the the future of DCI, kind of being involved with that aspect of uh, of air travel? Uh, it, it, it's exciting because there's you know not just in the commercial aviation, but also the business aviation. There's a lot of need for that support, and um, there's landing gear companies that you know they they bring in the complete landing gear assemblies. And they tear them down, but they don't have the processing, you know, in place like we will have. They need us to be able to do that processing and and then send them back the components so they can reassemble the gear and get it tested before they send it back to their customer. And um, and then again, when you look at the overall growth in the aircraft or airline travel um, that's forecast in the next 15, 20 years, um, it's exciting because uh, there's going to be the need for a lot of support and companies like ours to uh, support the maintenance, repair, and overhaul of these components. So that's exciting, and um, and that's one of my things that drives me every day is you know uh, doing the best we can to set up to meet our customers' needs, you know, quality, turn time, and price, and and it's just kind of exciting to work closely with these customers. I'm getting to travel and meet with these. Uh, landing gear shops and um, and then come up with a game plan to support them. And so that's our next year is going to be really big with our new facilities being built and the new equipment coming in and processing being added uh, is, is very exciting. Yeah, I kind of want to flesh this out a little, in a little more detail. I, I kind of want to know um, for what you guys do right now at DCI, uh, kind of give, give us a breakdown of everything that is going on on a daily basis. And then uh, tell me a little bit about how you pl- how you think that that's going to change in the next five years, just as you add landing gear components and that sort of thing. Uh, how do you anticipate uh, the work that you do on a regular basis changing as a result uh, here over the next five years? Well, currently we, you know, we have a soft-made nickel um, plating, chrome plating, uh, zinc phosphate plating and the HVO thermal spray processing. Um, and then we have the finish grind, polish and honing. And that's what we currently do primarily on industrial and uh, oil and gas components. And we have a group here that's certified with our FA repair um, part of the business and um, that is on that roster. And then they work on the aircraft components. So we're currently everything that we are repairing right currently is chrome plate repairs for uh, a handful of customers um, and uh, as we move into our new facilities and add our new thermal spray booths um, we are setting up with the proper HVOS system and um, uh, supplemental processing to perform the repairs on the landing gear and the, our new building should be uh, ready to move in around June and we have equipment coming in from various parts of the country. We have a gap bit grinder and a jig board grinder and, and a spray boost that we're adding. And hopefully the, the plan is between Q3 and Q4 this year is to be set up and start qualifying for the landing gear. We have uh, one big, um, our first big project is with a company on business jet landing gear that they're going to be needing us and ready for us to be set up to support them by the Q4 this year or Q1 of next year. So that's our goal. So it's going to look a lot different as we move into new facilities. We'll take both of our DCI industries currently as it uh, 
uh, one area in Oklahoma City, uh, Northwest Forest and MacArthur in Oklahoma City, and we'll move that whole facility over to our AIC division, and our name will change. We're not sure. I think we'll be called DCI Industries, which is a will be a division of Dura Coatings at that point, and which will still stay the same as our F Part 145 repair station name. But then as we add the NDT, non-destructive testing department, and shop team department, and, um, and those other uh, the new thermal spray booths and grinders, we'll be set up to turnkey these landing gear components. And so the plan is to be doing that by Q4 this year, so which is not far away. So there's going to be a lot of changes in the next 6 to 12 months with our company. Very exciting. Yeah, it's a really exciting time, and anytime uh, that's going on, it's it's always hectic, but it's always just a great time because you get to see just the growth and the development of the business, and that's really exciting. Speaking of growth and development, uh, I, I read some reports that suggested that airline travel could as much as double in the next 15 years. What does that mean for you, and what does that mean for DCI industry specifically? Yeah, if you look at the Boeing forecast, and it's usually pretty accurate, um, you know, the need for additional new aircraft is over 40,000 aircraft in the next 20 years, and airline travel is expected to double, you know, worldwide. And um, in that time frame, and that's the reason for the, the new uh, forecast for new uh, commercial jets, and then the business aviation side is growing along with it. So that's exciting for us because, uh, you know, those cycles, those planes run so many cycles, and they have to be inspected and ma- maintained. And um, so they're going to need our services um, even more as, as we go down the road. So it's exciting to get into, the, uh, you know, grow and add the facilities that we're adding. Um, it's just a bright future for a lot of people here and, and uh, in Oklahoma and Oklahoma City and our employees and hopefully adding many more employees, you know, um, over the next, you know, three to five years. And um, so it's just exciting times. And with the, you know, again, the airline travel and aviation as a whole and even the unmanned aircraft, uh, there's a lot of need for our support, and so it's just it's very exciting. Yeah, that's something uh, that, an aspect of things I hadn't really thought of is that you're you're native of Oklahoma. You've you've been there uh, now for a long time, and uh, just with the growth of what you're doing there, you're able to provide jobs and opportunities for people that uh, you know that that live in your community. Correct, and that's one of the things that gets me up every day and excites me is you know everything I can do to help solidify, you know, improve our company, and, you know, helps helps you know. Uh, maintain jobs and then uh, and add jobs and um, so so we're we're tied closely with the uh, groups here in Oklahoma and the uh, Department of Commerce uh, and helping us you know to advertise and and um, promote and um, our our company and uh, there's a lot of training um, assistance and um, job placement assistance within uh, the Oklahoma Chamber of Commerce and a group that's called ASIS. Um, and uh, so we're utilizing them and, and working with them to, to help grow the aerospace business in Oklahoma. And, and it's just a challenge, you know, that I, 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 I fully enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you and I were talking before we we got on the uh, got on the podcast and started recording just about that joy of traveling, and you get to be a part of that for people, um, even in a way that that maybe people don't think about or appreciate every day. But every time the landing gear deploys properly and everything works and a plane lands safely on the ground, uh, you guys are are a part of that. And so, uh, and then you get to spread that joy of of people, you know, getting to see parts of the world and uh, and parts of the country that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise seen. And that has to also just bring you some joy oh definitely um you know i like you said i am traveling a lot and uh um and that's one thing i take my job and what we do very seriously is uh 
and because uh, you are supplying parts that you know um, that are very important to that plane to function properly and be safe and to be able to do that in the you know proper manner and and, and allow people to travel not just myself you know that does bring joy and and um, I think about that every time I fly about you know what type of plane I'm on you know have I worked on any parts that's on that plane or the company I work for have we have we you know repaired any components on that plane and especially the Boeing 737 I've done extensive repair and uh, maintenance repair and overhaul on components on a, on the next generation and a classic 737 Boeing 737s and and um, so for landing gear shops uh, in the past and and directly for Southwest Airlines since they they uh, they fly the uh, most 737s you know of anybody in the world and um, and and it's uh, I've been to their to their hangar before and and got to uh, spend time underneath the belly of a 737 and see the flat tracks and uh, flat tracks and slat tracks and landing gear components that we have, that I've worked on. And that was really cool. But yeah, I, I take it very seriously. It's nice to be able to provide those services and, and, and help people travel safely. Absolutely. Well, Andy, it's exciting times at DCI just with everything that you guys have going on and uh, exciting times over the next year, year and a half or so as you uh, roll out landing gear components and much, much more. So uh, congratulations on everything uh, you guys have going on. And I look forward to uh, speaking again in the future and hearing more about it. Great. I appreciate it, Tyler, and it's good to talk to you.